Hi, everyone. Welcome to the 18th episode of Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. I am your host, Dr. Saran Nataki. Thank you for joining. Welcome to Power 365 Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. This podcast will address issues ranging from what is a phenomenal woman? Are you enough? Community service, paying it forward, the manifestation of dreams with words and action, the power in being a woman, the men who support phenomenal women, fashion, and much more. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Phenomenal Woman Wednesday. So today I have Dr. Astrid Williams joining me. Um, Dr. Williams is uh, has her DRPH from Loma Linda University School of Public Health and Health Education. Uh, she's a public health professional, a wife, a mother, and a phenomenal woman. So welcome, Astrid. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Teron. Thank you for having me. Of course. So um, I'm going to um, ask you to share with my listeners, just for context so they can understand how phenomenal you are, um, share with them you know, what you do for a living as a public health professional. Yeah, so as a person in public health, we do a variety of different roles, um, primarily prevention, education. Uh, most of my career, I would say, if not all of it, uh, my career has been in um, chronic disease prevention, um, cancer-related uh, um, prevention and education, um, disease I've worked in different departments of um, health and disease control, nutrition, and also, too, a faculty member in the Department of Health Promotion, um, teaching up in, you know, coming uh, students more mm-hmm. about the profession as you go into navigate their careers. Um, I really, really do appreciate all that you're doing to better our world, especially now. Um, you know, we're in the middle of this pandemic, unprecedented times, and it'll just be interesting to see how things kind of roll out, play out. Um, I know in my household, uh, I tell my husband things, I share with him, you know, my predictions. And he, he actually said, you're like a Miss Cleo. <laughs> <And> I'm, like, <laughs> like, uh, I'm not Miss Cleo, but um, I, you know, this is what I've been trying to do. So um, I'm sure you kind of have that same experience in your household, given your background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, on Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays, I have um, several questions that I ask all of my guests uh, before we get started and, you know, have more of the the detailed questions that are I have specifically for you to highlight how phenomenal you are to my listeners. And um, so we'll get started with those. Okay, great. Sounds good. Awesome. So the first question is, um, you know, what does it mean to you to be a phenomenal woman? I think a phenomenal woman is a woman of great character. She has class, um, extends great, and most importantly, she's of service to others. Uh, what comes to mind, I think of a phenomenal woman is the poem by Maya Angelou, you know, um, phenomenal woman. So it just, you know, details or depicts, you know, what a woman, particularly an African-American woman, is that, you know, since we're all, you know, phenomenal. So just mm-hmm. Many people wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. When I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. 
I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. I walk into a room just as cool as you please, and to a man the fellows stand or fall down on their knees. Then they swarm around me, a hive of honeybees. I say, it's the fire in my eyes, the flash of my teeth, the swing in my waist, the joy in my feet. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's in the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I'm a woman, phenomenally. Now you understand just why my head's not bowed. I don't shout or jump about or have to talk real loud. When you see me passing, it ought to make you proud. I say, it's in the click of my heels, the bend of my hair, the palms of my hands, the need for my care. Because I'm a woman, phenomenally, phenomenal woman, all you women and me. Yeah, um, Maya Angelou, um, phenomenal woman. Yeah, that's that. She certainly did sum it up. <laughs> so, um, if when you reflect upon your own life, who would you say have been the phenomenal women in your life? Oh, definitely quite a few. Um, obviously, the first <laughs> is my mother. Um, I just think that obviously she's a person of great character, definitely. Um, she's always going to do what's right and has taught us to do what's right. Has patience, <laughs> um, uh, taught us perseverance and grace, um, too. So definitely, um, give a shout out and kudos to my mom for, mm-hmm. you know, just raising us and just setting the, the bar really high in terms of standards. Mm-hmm. And then also, too, um, Another family member would be my um, paternal aunt on my father's side, my aunt Brenda, as she comes to mind. Uh, just a really spunky woman um, that speaks <laughs> uh, a lot and has a lot of that to say. That has imparted um, pearls of wisdom, as she would say, you know, throughout my um years of life, you know, since I was young, um, my family is from the South and go home every uh, summer, and both my father and mother are from the same, you know, small town, so it's those days where we could run, you know, from one household to another and play with our cousin and different family members, and she was always one that was there to just, you know, tell me about different things and how to carry yourself as a woman and just... Um, was really good in terms of, you know, just um, giving me some really good advice. And then another person, which <laughs> I was thinking that came to mind that has, you know, really impacted, and which I didn't know, was through a childhood friend um, with the older uh, sibling that she had. And just another person that, when I was young, was over at their house a lot, um, family friend. 
sadly blew up with, and I don't know if it's okay to share <laughs> her name. If she listens to this, I'm sure she'll probably be, you know, shocked as well. But her name is Dr. Um, Paulette Brown-Hine. And um, the Brown family here in the Inland Empire is just a really, you know, um, trailblazer family. Mm -hmm. um, phenomenal. Um, from mother and father, they have a really, you know, thriving business here in the Inland Empire. And everyone um, really knows, you know, the, the Brown family. But... Um, the daughter of Paulette, you know, was being over there with my um, friend Regina, um, it was her older, you know, sister. And so Regina and I, you know, would um, play and we would, you know, be together. But Paulette was just someone that I, you know, inspired, I guess, after, you know, now thinking mm -hmm. that, you know, leading parallel life is that she, I saw that, you know, she went to UCR um, and got her, you know, um, degree and she's a doctor now, but I see, you know, very, you know, parallelism between, you know, how, you know, without even knowing, you know, she has impacted, you know, my life is how, you know, just a person that was just, you know, really, you know, I don't know, just a beautiful, you know, person mm -hmm. and, and in creating her, you know, her career and her path and, um, Yes, I would say she impacted me just from a childhood, you know, looking up to someone that, you know, is something, someone that you can aspire to be. So yeah. I think no, that's, great. that's great. I mean, you know, you raise a really um, important issue uh, or a characteristic about um, what a phenomenal woman is. You never know who's watching you. So, you know, you, you were, um, you know, playing with your childhood friend, but it was her sister who was really inspirational to you. Something about her that really stood out to you as phenomenal. And I think, you know, sometimes we have those experiences where, um, it's in the company that we keep where we are inspired. And so, um, to all the moms out there, that's really important, you know, to monitor like the company that your kids keep, right? Because of the influence. So that's just some, some okay. people have a story where they're that's influenced okay. by something not so positive, <laughs> but you have <laughs> the benefit, you know, the amazing, you know, playback of your life where you're, you're influenced by, you know, someone who was phenomenal um, in in your friend's sister. That's great. And I even say, as I say, even the family as a whole. I mean, they're <laughs> I like today the um, mm -hmm. the Huxtable. I mean, the ideal, you know, um, African American, you know, family mm -hmm. that you're just really, you know, um, doing things, and they still are. And so, just really, you know, uh, appreciate being able to, as you say, have, you know, a really good, you know, solid foundation um, outside of, you know, um, the traditional home um, mm -hmm. with, the, with the family, too, as well. So, shout out to the Brown family. <laughs> shout out to the Browns. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, when you, as you know, you've identified um, the phenomenal women in your life, would you say you've adopted any of those characteristics? Yes, I think... Um, I've learned along the way, patience, um, definitely developed, you know, my faith, um, extending grace to others, <laughs> definitely throughout um, life, and perseverance in the value of education, I think, you know, mm -hmm. my mom went to school, um, got an advanced degree, as I shared, uh, even my aunt, you know, she went to, you know, school, so, um, kind of unique in the sense that, um, 
that wasn't the first, it was for me, I can just share from my own experience. You know, I had leaders and, um, before me that went to school and it was never, you know, uh, stated that, you know, growing up that, you know, you know, traditionally you're going to go to school. It was just something that was, you know, known. It was just yeah. something that mm-hmm. wasn't put the name in um, so the value of education, I think, definitely has, you know, impacted my life too as well. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important, um, especially, you know, within African-American families and in our um, our journey, you know, because now we're moving toward a culture where um, education is I don't know I feel like it's not um, valued as much Um, and um, like I tell my own children it's not so much that um, you know I don't know I don't think I came out of school as a rocket scientist I think I'm pretty smart you know (laughs) but but I don't think I came out you know learning rocket science so much Um, I think what um, at, at an undergraduate level I think that what undergraduate that experience does is provide an experience that allows you to mature and practice life in, in a way that you can't really do um, if you don't have that experience. Um, not that if you don't go, you know, you, you won't turn out to be a great person or, you know, have, I mean, it, you know, of course that we, we all know that you can still have a, a great life if, if you don't go. But if you do go, <laughs> you, you you end up with that um, that experience um, that is invaluable. You know, practicing life, practicing friendship, practicing relationships. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. all of that. I would definitely agree for that. You learn so many. Um, you learn from your experience. You grow mm-hmm. up. I think as you shared um, during that undergraduate experience, you learn a lot about yourself, um, and you gain, you know lifelong friendships, and so definitely think it's a valuable experience to have. Absolutely. Yeah, totally agree. So you have, um, you know, you have your career, but you've also, you also manage a blog, and, um, you know, if I can say, um, it's a very inspirational blog. You also have recently um, launched your own business with Clean Beauty. So can you tell, tell us or share with us how, you migrated toward um, those ventures with your blog and um, and your business. So um, maybe you can share a little bit about what they're about and um, how they tie into you as a person in your brand. <laughs> yes, in your brand, yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But yes, um, I think it all ties in. There, there is a, a method to that madness, so to mm-hmm. say. So I, um, my background, as I shared, is in um, public health and healthcare. Um, majored in the health sciences, but I wanted to create an outlet. I've always been um, interested in fashion, style, and beauty, and mm-hmm. law. Excuse me, is the way to be able to um, have that as a creative outlet. And so the name of the blog <laughs> is called Damsel and Nora, and I love that um, on too. there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I share about all things fashion, beauty, and lifestyle, and um, um, inspiration, you know, um, faith, and all of that. And so, at the forefront of that, I just want to live life, and I just like sharing, you know, mm-hmm. some of the things that I like. Excuse me. 
And so with um, that, hoping to, uh, you know, inspire others um, not to be an enabler <laughs> in terms of, you know, everything that I, you know, share, um, because I do like uh, to um, try out and, you know, explore and shit um and try different things, but um, nonetheless, it's, you know, I, I like to use it as a platform to share. And as you mentioned, I did um, recently make the switch to cleaner beauty and um, swapping out uh, my skincare mm-hmm. and beauty um, products to safer and cleaner projects. Um, I will note that it's been a gradual process, but um, particularly working in healthcare, um, I think in the field of prevention, I um, think it's worthy to be an example and to exercise better lifestyle choices. So um, with the business that I have, it's under that umbrella too as well, um, called Beauty Counter. And um, we offer safer safer and uh, cleaner um, skincare and beauty options. Yeah, I um, you know, I'm I'm really interested to know more about um Beauty Counter because um just having gone through any I, I um unfortunately my mother passed away in 2018 and it was a big deal. <laughs> um one of those life events that is um you can't prepare for or even I, I don't know. Um, so I experienced changes um, that it, it took me for a ride. Let's just put it that way. And so um, just through, I, I think, you know, during that time when I was um, grieving, I didn't really realize, like it wasn't surface grief, I don't think. Um, I, you know, in my mind, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm okay. You know, she'd been ill for a while. And, you know, I thought, you know, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm good. But it was coming out in other ways. Like my skin was like, it broke out in an extreme way. I'd never had, um, the kinds of issues that I was experiencing with my skin. So I had to roll back my whole, uh, skin regimen and start all over. And, um, by the grace of God, <laughs> I'm, I'm back, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm back to um, having um, healthy skin, but um, in doing so, I had to do a lot of research on what was going to really work for me, and um, a lot of what I have adopted into my regimen is, um, I would say, more, w- would be, you know, clean um, products, so um yeah, so when, when you have an opportunity, I, I'd like to, you know, talk to you a little bit more about um, Beauty Counter and how I might be able to utilize some of the, your, your products that you you have. But, um, yeah, that's that's awesome. Sure. Yeah. 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 I would love to be able to share <laughs> with yeah. others, too. Um, and that's the thing with Beauty Counter that sets the part um, from other, you know, brands is that mm-hmm. we lead with education and advocacy. And that's what public health is about, too, mm-hmm. as well. Um, it's about um, education, advocacy, fighting, mm-hmm. you know, to make laws better. Because currently there isn't a law that um, regulates the skincare or beauty industry, so to say. And so mm-hmm. we've been working really hard and diligent to make sure that we can um, make things, you know, um, safer and have, you know, rules and regulations and policies to be able to surround that so we can make it safe for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I you know you, you mentioned too that um, on your blog you share um, you know lifestyle um, as well. It's about lifestyle and 
Um, you've also shared some of your travels. Uh, so I, I just want to ask you, so you, right before the pandemic, um, you know, we entered into our shelter in place mode, you were traveling um, in Europe and you had planned this trip for quite a while. Um, can you, what, what was that like um, being there and having to come back in the midst of this abrupt change that we, that we experienced? As, as a yes. global change. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine being overseas in a foreign country in Europe? And just I was just getting um, the phone call. The text was like, you know, we're, I believe, you were seven or eight hours, let's say. So almost a whole day ahead of your back mm-hmm. in, you know, domestic. Um, getting the text messages, you know, live time where, you know, um, where the president has this mandate that, you know, if you're a U.S. citizen after, uh, which it was in 48 hours or 24 to 48 hours, I think it was 28, 24, excuse me, hours that we had to get back home. So it was a scramble. Mm, <laughs> so as, you yeah. see, as you said, it was a, a rough change um, trying to, you know, get back um, as soon as possible. And um, having family, you know, I'm a mom, and she said, you know, I, you know, have a family, and so making sure that everything, you know, um, we were safe and we were able to travel. So I just think it was God's blessing, God's grace, to be able to um, not only experience, you know, the once in a life lifetime for me at least mm-hmm. being over in, you know, such a beautiful, you know, place, but to mm-hmm. also to have to, you know. Um, navigate on a drop of a dime and how to, you know, return back home safely. So mm-hmm. definitely, you know, I'm very blessed. Absolutely. You know, I, I, at the beginning of the year, um, I, my first podcast of the year, I said 2020 is the year of change and manifestation. Well, boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, yeah. yeah. Boy, did that come about? Yeah. yeah I, I didn't realize how much, right? So here we are. Um <laughs> Changing and manifesting, you know, we're getting that time we've all asked for, begged, you know, we need more sleep, we need more time, and now we have time, so, um, okay, so I would like to ask you, you know, because you are, you have, you know, social media presence, and you have your blog, and, you know, your business, and, um, you know, you take great pride and pleasure in um, your musings and, you know, your posts. How do you manage having a balance between social media, your career, and being a mom? Like, how do you manage that? <laughs> well, it's quite simple. It's not. It's not <laughs> simple. Um, so I would say that I'm um, pretty organized, and I love to make lists, and so that um, helps me keep everything top of mind and um, be able to know where I need to be or what I need to be doing at any particular mm-hmm. time. Um, one um, app uh, I will say that has been a life changer or a game changer for me is called Cozy. It's C O D I. So it's in the app store and um, sort of downloadable for your you know device. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I've been using this. Oh my goodness! For I would say probably over five years. I'm sorry. <laughs> and what did you say the app's name was? It's uh, called Cozy. C O Z I. And it's oh, okay. um, mm-hmm. a calendar, but you can use it though for so many, you know, things. But I tell everyone about mm-hmm. it when I get asked this question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, how do you stay organized? And so it has so many features in it. Um, 
um, where you can put your calendar, obviously, but you can um, add family members to it, too, as well. So mm-hmm. everyone is like a one, you know, stop um, um, zone where, you know, a command, <laughs> a, a command central is what I like to use it as. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can know an instant alert and um, have one there where you can um, have recipes. Um, it gives you ideas for that. So, I mean, when you have mommy and mom life, you want to say, well, what am I going to, you know, cook, or either, you know, upload your recipes, you know, to it too as well. It gives you alert. Um, it's just so, it's been, a, it's been a game changer for me. So, mm-hmm. um, that, uh, I would say uh, a lot, um, how I can, you know, see on top of it. I have that, obviously, which is digital, and then a traditional calendar um, too as well that I keep, um, so I can know, you know, how to stay on schedule and stay on task. So, that's one of my Awesome. Great advice. I'm writing that down and I'm going to make sure that's in the show notes. um, I'm sure everyone's looking for more tools to help them stay balanced and, you know, on task. So (laughs) manage all of that. Um, How would you say, um, what would you say is the key to maintaining individualism, you know, while navigating social media? Meaning, um, you know, I know it's, sometimes it can be really a challenge. Like you can become distracted. Um, you know, all too many times, for example, I'll, I'll, you know, pop in on Instagram. I'm going to just check right quick. And next thing you know, I've <laughs> fallen down the rabbit hole. I, <laughs> like, yes. I'm watching, you know, um, TikToks. Um, I'm watching <laughs> Sierra and Russell. Like I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I know? love them. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, like, oh, look at the baby. The baby's growing up. Oh, my gosh. Look at it. And then it's like an hour later. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, what are you doing, lady? So how do you, um, and not just that, but like um, some people fall victim to, um, you know, aspiring to become what they see um, on yes. Instagram. And I've talked about this quite a bit on this podcast where, um, you know, we have to stay focused on what's real life. And what uh-huh. is, you know, a highlight reel and a highlight uh-huh. reel is amazing. You know, that's what we go to Instagram for, for the highlight reel. That's, you know, it would be, <laughs> who wants to go to a place where it's all, you know, like the negative, <laughs> you know, like, you yes. know, death and despair. You know, we have the news for that. So um, <laughs> we can just, you know, so how do you manage, you know, maintaining um, your individualism, you know, while you're, you know, maintaining a social presence? Stay in your lane, sis. You know, don't try to be someone that you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, be authentic. Stay true to who you are. Um, and then just put out content that you like and enjoy. Um, that's what you're going to. That's what's going to work for you, and that's what you're expert in. Obviously, what you enjoy, what you like. Um, I think too, as you mentioned, that um, we can get caught up in the whole comparison um, game and like, oh, well, you know, what are they doing over there? That are you know, what's going on over here? And so. We are all on our own individual journey, um, so I think um, our journey certainly won't look like, you know, the next person. Um, it'll be different from others, but use it just as a tool for inspiration. Um, take notes, but at the end of the day, just put out content that you enjoy and find meaningful, and you will definitely find your tribe. Yeah, wow. Stay in your lane. Yeah, it can, It that's, that can be... Um, I see it happen a lot, you know, where, oh, you know, someone's aspiring to 
create a social media presence, but then um, they're kind of all over the place, you know, just really trying to, um, and that, that's just them trying to find, you know, who they want to be, you know, okay. and, and brand themselves. So um, staying in your lane, that's good advice. What is your perspective on, on goal setting, you know, and how do you pr- approach goal setting in your own life? Yeah, so let me just say that I uh, set the standard really high for myself in terms of, you know, goals. So I can be really hard on myself, too, as well, um, if I feel that I'm not meeting the bar or for anything. But I think goals are just that, you know, just be used as, you know, for measurement. That's the goal is to see and make assessments um, for that. So my approach to goal setting um, may seem a little bit brutal <laughs> for myself, but I like to check in with myself, self-assessment um, annually, definitely at a minimum. Mm-hmm. quarterly if possible just to see uh, where I am and you know make adjustments it would be ideal you know to do it you know frequently um, but as I shared I like making lists so I will write everything down uh, what I want to achieve for the year and put them into different buckets and so whether that be personal professional family and financial mm-hmm. and so then um, I like to write action steps to help me to achieve these goals so I like to put a date on them and make sure that they're time sensitive. I mean, we've heard of the SMART goals to make it, you know, specific, you know, measurement, you know, realistic and time sensitive and so forth. So that's what's really, you know, works for me. Um, so now that I have something in front of me, I can refer back to on a regular basis to see where I'm at. And then also, too, I am a big believer, and you mentioned this earlier, in manifestation or manifesting and speaking things into existence. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's why it's so important to write down our goals so um, we can, you know, look back at them, make tweaks, and also, too, to see, you know, once we did accomplish them, you know, uh, we can tutor our own form, um, so to say, or, you know, have that, you know, feeling of accomplishment. Um, but also, too, the key thing to know with manifestation is we're in this whole microwave, you know, uh, inconvenient society uh, where we think that things happen overnight. And yes. sometimes when you manifest them, it's not until years later that they're revealed or they actually come into fruition. So just because you put it down on your paper and say, you know, I want to, you know, to accomplish X, Y, and Z, or I want to do that, you know, the manifestation, which also to, you know, not to get too hokey pokey in it, mm-hmm. I think it's more so um, prayer and having, you know, a prayer life. Um, because that's really me what it is and so mm-hmm. there are some things that I've been working on for manifesting for years and they have may not happen um, until years later or a period of time later and so um, this is also you know works through prayer and so goals don't happen overnight and so also to failure setbacks uh, may come along the way doors close opportunities missed derailment um, but all of that is a part of the process and according to God's purpose and so um, what he has planned for you, he has planned for you, you know, so no one can take that away. So um, in terms of our goals, you know, we just have to know um, and believe in the Lord and trust in him and know um, that, you know, your goals will happen according to God's will. Yeah, I love what you're saying about manifestation. And, and, uh, and I'm, I absolutely believe that we have the power, we've been granted the power um, to manifest. And that's why I always, you know, I 
really do believe in being impeccable, you know, with your word because um, the things that you say really do come to fruition, and that's positive and negative. Um, you yes, know. I want to say there yes. So yeah. you have to be careful, and I've learned that too. Is that yeah. Do you really want that? You know, be authentic and open to your goals, and don't use manifestation and prayer as a God. I would say as a genie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll say that again. Don't use God in prayer as a genie because it's not just something that, oh, I think this is nice or, oh, I want that. Because as you've noted, some things that you think you want when you actually do get them, it's just like, oh, is this how it really is? Or, oh, I don't, you know, I, you know, I really didn't, you know, think that I wanted that. So we just have to be really in tune and make sure that it's something that we're not being, you know, valid over or, you know, for something that it's according, you know, to God's will. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, I, and, and just to, to add on to what you're saying, you know, it's, when I say it can also be like negative things, it could be, um, I, I, I have experienced where I've said things in frustration, <laughs> you know, I don't want this anyway. And guess what? Uh, next thing you know, I'll have it. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, no, <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I meant. And, and I mean, this just really did happen. Um, and I, and I was like, wow, okay, I, I, I get it. Um, I did this, you know, I have to now live through this and, you know, ride the wave of, you know, whatever, whatever that brings. So, yeah, we have to be very careful. Um, and on the flip side, as you're saying, you know, manifesting what you want or what you, um, yeah, what you, your desires, manifesting your desires and your needs. Um, yeah. And I, I was listening to um, another podcast, actually, it's called What Soul Sisters Say. <laughs> so anyway, they, on this podcast, they're talking about um, the power of manifestation and how, yes, um, right now while we're living through COVID-19, um, they are discussing their belief that COVID-19 is the manifestation of like our collective, um, it's a collective manifestation of what we have collectively put out in the universe. Like what I was saying about um, wanting to have more time, etc. And the thing that they brought up is that every situation has a positive, an upside and a downside. And so um, every situation. So like if you're winning, someone else may not be winning, you know, along with you. Um, if you get the job, someone else is not getting the job, for example. They, they didn't use that example, but um, that's kind of what I took away from it. And they were talking about um, with COVID-19, there's an upside and a downside. The downside is obvious, but can we then just focus on the upside and manifest through it? So it was, it's pretty interesting. So if you get a chance, you know, check it out. Yeah. You know, the Soul right. Sisters. Um, okay, so then... When you're talking about, um, um, you know, how you approach your goal setting and, um, you know, I find it sometimes um, what I do is I track, you know, my goals quarterly, you know, so I'll um, write down what I would like to achieve in that quarter. And then, um, you know, it allows me to 
break down like my monstrous goals into bite-sized pieces because I'm one of those people who I want to I want to do this I want to do that I want to do this I want to do that I want to do this I want half I want that I want it all I I want it all you know I want all of it <laughs> you know so <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to say that you know I I I want the whole thing you know plus some more so um so yeah so you're in and then your calendar so I definitely want to you know, tap into that calendar because like yourself, you have, um, you know, a sizable family. I have a lot of kids, <laughs> I have a lot of kids. And so, um, you know, just keeping track with them, even my adult children, I have adult children, I have babies. Um, my youngest is eight and, you know, I have my eldest is 28. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 my, my yeah, there you go. You still want to keep up with your older ones because they still have activities and they still need your your support, you know, so you have to be in guidance. In guidance. Yeah. Absolutely. It doesn't stop. Yeah, I'm still yeah, I'm still yeah. guiding my grown people. Okay, so how would you describe uh, the importance of friendship in your life? So through all this that you have going on, you know, how important are your friends? You know, that's who you are to make sure that you have really good quality, you know, friends or, you know, resources around you. Um, because I know we all want to inspire, you know, one another and keep us moving towards our goals. And so, you know, just, you know, having like-minded, you know, um, friends that keep you, you know, moving, um, moving forward and just to, you know, share and, and have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, something that came out of the, um, one of my guests, uh, Ebony Shields, she said, um, a phenomenal woman is not intimidated by another phenomenal woman. And that just really, I I love that. I love that she said that because if you really think about it, um, you can tell like the women who surround themselves with heavy hitters, are the women who are growing and stretching the most and the most secure. So, you know, you don't want to be, at least me, I I, I want to range, you know, like I, I want to have some people that I can aspire to, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to adopt some of what they have, you know, because um, mm-hmm. in terms of their characteristics, their approach to life, their tools, you know, we want to be able to have an exchange. I don't want to be the only one giving out advice, you know, <laughs> I want to be able yeah. to take some in, you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So. And I would say that I'm really fortunate to have a really good group of friends. I have, a, um, in particular, a childhood friend um, that is just, you know, really phenomenal. Um, she is just really giving. Um, it's just, you know, I, I see, you know, the, the, that, the good. And that, you know, returns to you, you know, full fold. Um, I have another, you know, friend that I can think of that comes to mind that we always chat in terms of, you know, career, you know, why. For me, you have also, too, in terms of your goals, that you have different buckets of friendships, too, as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's really key um, that you can, you know, share and do things. And so I always tell her that, you know, this is not the last stop, you know, for, for her. And I, I'm just, you know, whenever I get that call or either, you know, get the message saying that, hey, you know, I, you know, and doing this, or I, you know, got this job, I'm like, you know what, go ahead, you know, congratulate, you know, congratulations, because, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a win, Um, but yeah, you have to be, you know, in a good place to be able to do that, because like you said, not everyone's going to be out there rooting for you, or either supporting you, and being in business to cover that, 
you will find out. I, you know, you know who are your, you know, supporters yeah. and who are you, who are your friends and you know who supports you. You know, it doesn't have to be monetarily because support comes in many different forms mm-hmm. and facets. And so it's really you know key to you know know that and also to having mentors, you know, along the way um, that can support you. But friends, you know, they can be mentors, you know, um, so, so to say, and even your cheerleaders too as well. So I think to have a variety of different friends, you know, that have that you can go to for different things, that's really important too as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love what you're saying because when you're talking about um, just having those kind of having your friends in different buckets, it, it, it does happen that way. Um, you know, there's certain, uh, it's almost like having, um, you know, your expert, expert team. So I call it like my board of directors. You know, I have a board of directors where um, on the board I have, you know, some heavy hitters that I know that are going to be honest with me, um, you know, provide <laughs> me great feedback if I ask for it or even if I don't. And also, each board member has a different level of expertise. So I might, yes. yeah, they they specialize in different things. So I have I might have one that is, you know, my fellow fashionista, and I'm like, hey, girl, you know, oh my gosh, I saw X, Y, and Z. What do you think? <laughs> you know, what do you think? You know, um, okay. and it's so funny. I mean, I I I do have a person like that, um, and. <laughs> Yes. I, some, I mean, Same. yeah, it's like, <laughs> and, and then, and then it gets me in trouble too. Cause I'm like, you know, should I get it? And she's like, I'm not the best person to ask, but the answer is yes. That's what I say. Yeah. Not to be an enabler. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. I'm not a good person to ask, but the answer is yes. You should get it. So, <laughs> but I know not to go. So if that's that's my fashionista friend, and then I have my yes. my budget conscious friend over here that's on the board. I'm not gonna go to the budget conscious one, you know, when I when I want the yes. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Because um, the budget one is gonna be like, no, no, you know, no, you need mm-hmm. to save your money. You need to save. Yeah, it. if I get return on your investment. <laughs> yeah. My fashionista one is like, yes, girl, you you do yeah. it. You work hard. Get I know. <laughs> yeah, do you? Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, I love it. Yeah. yeah. So I would agree. Yeah. yeah. Definitely have a variety of friends, and this is really good to bring this up because if people, you know, don't already know is that you have, you know, uh, um, I guess a great preponderance of a certain type of friends. You need to, you know, maybe reach out to others and mm-hmm. see. You know, I'm old, even though I'm like. <laughs> You know, a quiet and, you know, cheap uh, more to myself, but I don't come from the mindset mindset of no new friends, which I think it has been trendy or, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I just don't like that concept. Yeah. So I just think that, that really sets us back. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. Um, okay. So then um, you've kind of touched upon this, but how would you, you know, what would you say your thoughts are on faith? Uh, and this role in your life like you are you um how do you incorporate faith in your life I should say <laughs> yes um so I think my faith also too is phenomenal um it has mm-hmm. gotten me through so much in life um dang it my faith has gotten me through it or brought me through it um I was raised in the church too as well and I'm mm-hmm. always a school teacher and so 
should always set the example for praying and, and the power of prayer and faith. And so I think that, you know, power of faith is, is dirty, uh, powerful if you talk about it. You know, manifestation, manifestation is just one aspect, you know, of that. But my faith in God has always helped me, has never steered me wrong, um, has kept me, you know, faithful along the way. And plays a very big, you know, decision in my life. So any important decision or big decision, I always pray about it mm-hmm. um, and put it in God's hand. And I think that, you know, that's what faith is. Yeah. And finally, what do you think COVID-19 is teaching us? Yes. <laughs> so um, with that extension, I think it's teaching us to have faith in things unforeseen. Um, so no one would have thought, you know, um, a year ago that we would be facing these unprecedented, you know, times and times again of a global pandemic, you know, a year ago. Um, but one day that we can also in spite of the challenges and we've been 30 times, um, it's our faith that's what's going to pull us through. Um, so, you know, as a, you know, the day gets us back, or if we can go outside, you know, we have to know that um, even though we don't know what the future holds ahead, we have to be diligent in our actions. So I think that that's what's keeping um So that's a lesson learned right now. So, you know, still, you know, stay diligent, you know, not just saying, oh, well, we're going through this. This too shall pass. You know, we, we it, it feels, it feels so long. <laughs> it feels so long, you know, and uh, we've been in this position for a couple months now. And, um, you know, I, I don't know, I, you know, there are days where it's like, awesome. You know, I, I painted my office. I did this. You know, my husband is changing out our floors. And, you know, we're, we've got all these projects going. And um, we have time. We have nothing. But it's like the, um, it's almost like that Twilight Zone episode um, where, I don't know if you're a Twilight Zone fan, but um, I've, Twilight Zone, I grew up watching every, I've seen every single episode there is to see. And <laughs> there's an episode where, um the episode is called Time Enough at Last. And in the episode, there is uh, this gentleman, he's wearing glasses and he loves books. You know, he's a book reader. He loves books. And like the end of the world comes, like there's, you know, this, you know, catastrophic event. And he's left with, he finds himself at the library. And he's like, oh my gosh. Like, he's the only person left. Like, oh my gosh. I have nothing but time now, time, (laughs) you know, to read. Yeah, (laughs) to read all of these books. And he's picking up all of these, you know, works of art. And he's like, I can read this and I can read this and I can read that. And then he drops his glasses and he can no longer read the books because he's just, his glasses are destroyed. So he's now, you know, so, um, it sometimes it feels, sometimes I feel like, you know, the, the, the old guy with the glasses where I'm like, I have time, I have for time, I can do all of these things. And then on some days it's like, my glasses have broken and I'm like, this has got to 
end? <laughs> you know, when is it going to be? But, you know, I'm, I'm patient. So I will, you know, wait it out and, and do what's safe. And, yeah. And hopefully um, the rest of the country will do so as well. Um, we can only pray. Well, <laughs> well, I just want to say thank you so much, um, Astrid, for being a guest on the show today. I've learned so much. And I'll Thank definitely you. be reaching out to you for some of those beauty products to see how I can incorporate some of them into my skin regimen. So I'll, I'll definitely yeah. be having I'm a conversation. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'll put, I'll leave in the show notes a link to your blog as well as um, how they, if anyone's interested in counter. beauty counter, yes. if anyone's interested yeah. in beauty counter for clean beauty products, they yeah. will be able to access um, and, and take advantage of that. So, with that. Well, I just want to say, too, I thank you. It's been a pleasure being on. I'm honored. But I also, too, think that you're doing a phenomenal job and let you're doing with the podcast. And I just, you know, really appreciate being able to have you share a voice with your, you know, variety of different, you know, um, uh, people that you've interviewed on it. And so it's just really, you know, enlightening um, and inspire, or inspiring, I should say, you know, with what you're doing with the podcast. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So, yeah, with that, have a wonderful Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Power 365 Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. I believe that every woman gets the universe with her own strengths and unique characteristics. Simply because she is born, the universe benefits. Every woman is growing, learning, and evolving. On this channel, only positive seeds are sown, no matter how flawed the soil. Take care and have a phenomenal Wednesday. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. The Phenomenal Woman Wednesday podcast can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube.